This is episode 209 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Jeff May. Plus, the ghost of noted partygoer Josh returns. All of this, and my neighbors making a lot of noise, only on Bleak and Review. Hey, Bleak and Review, we're back. We are back. Let me adjust my chair just to make even more of a cacophony on this intro. Uh, right when I started recording, I forgot that it's Thursday and the trash has to be removed. So it wasn't my neighbor's fault. It was the trashmen, uh, the trash fellas that come by and remove our dumpster. So hopefully you enjoyed that little bit of behind the scenes. Uh, this is Bleak and Review, of course. I am Kevin Anderson, coming to you once more from my abode, my humble abode here in North Hollywood, uh, after the episode's already been recorded. I think next week we'll have an actual in-studio interview because I have uh, two very special guests next week and a guest host will be joining me next week. So we will be doing an in-studio intro next week. But this week, it's me here again. Deal with it. Ha-ha. What's going on? Uh... (laughs) I guess the only thing that uh, I want to talk about this week in the intro, because I had kind of a long diatribe last week, and this might turn into that. We'll see. Uh, this is a little reference for any Frisky Dingo fans out there, but rapper T.I. made the new headlines that went, well, let's take it again. <clears throat> rapper T.I. made headlines this week, but not the good kind, like you want. Uh, if anybody remembers that show, that was part of that. Uh, Yeah, I don't know if people saw that article. That was fun. Uh, If you didn't see it, T.I., the rapper, uh, famed rapper, Texas Instruments, said he uh, went on record as saying he accompanies his daughter to the gynecologist every year to make sure she's still a virgin. (sighs) Why would you be proud of that? (laughs) It's just so gross in so many ways. I mean, first of all, I have real hard opinions about this, but I also think like, I feel like T.I. I just felt like he was like, oh, man, no one's really talking about me. Oh, what happened when DJ Khaled talked about not eating pussy? Oh, he blew up on social media. Maybe I'll do something like that. So maybe that was the idea. But I have a feeling that it's just how he lives. And it's gross and it's sexist and it's antiquated. Uh, yeah, he, he said he uh, accompanies every year. He goes with his daughter to make sure she's not fucking. Yeah, because that's that's his business. <laughs> Absolutely his business. Uh, I mean, the the hip- hypocrisy of it alone, where I'm sure, I mean, I'm not a huge, I'm not super knowledgeable of T.I.'s music, uh, big fan of the calculators, but uh, I'm assuming he probably brags about, you know, laying pipe all the time. I'm sure when he was in high school, he was fucking, uh, but, and I'm sure if he had a son, he wouldn't give a shit uh, if his son was fucking. He's not... I don't know, checking his son's trash for condom wrappers? How would you even confirm that? I don't know. Also, if you hear any faint music, that's my uh, other neighbor on the other side who plays piano. She's uh, playing right now. She's very good, and it's uh, very calming. So hopefully that's scoring this a little bit. If you can't hear it, then I'm just losing my mind. But yeah, the whole, the whole, don't date my daughter fucking meme is so hack and shitty and like just, ugh. Like, these dads are so fucking gross. They're just like, hey, if any, like, those dads are thinking about their daughter's pussy more than their daughter is. Like, it's like, I can't get any sleep unless I know my daughter's not a virgin. Like, dude, your daughter's like, I mean, I guess according to the podcast that he went on, uh, he said that as of her 18th birthday, her hymen's still intact, which is 
something that a 39-year-old man said uh, out loud to people while the world was listening and felt no shame about it, Felt did not feel creepy about it. I don't know. It's just like, is it going to stop at 18? I mean, is that the last one? Is he going to keep following up? Uh, oh, he. I guess I'm, I'm reading the article again as I'm recording this. And apparently uh, she's going to figure it out for herself in her first year of college. So he's only being kind of a psycho, not like a psycho that's going to show up in her dorm and make sure she ain't fucking, I don't know. If you got daughters out there, don't fucking worry about it. Like kids are going to make mistakes. Might as well get those mistakes done early. Uh, knock them out of the park early. I, I lost my virginity at 16 and it wasn't like a huge mistake. It was, it was pretty like, I mean, you know, anytime you fuck when you're 16, it's like kind of a mistake, but like, it was like, you know, a pretty good case scenario. Like it was with somebody that I trusted and, and was very good friends with and stuff. And I just, and of course, but no, again, that doesn't matter because T.I. wouldn't care because I'm a dude. If I was his son, he'd be like, yeah, bro, dude, get fucking nail it, dude. This is how fucking T.I. talks, dude. Fuck yeah. And like I said, I mean, he was fucking in high school. Unless unless I'm wrong and if somebody know, out there knows that this is incorrect, feel free to uh, correct me. But uh, unless <laughs> T.I. was uh, some kind of good Christian boy the whole time and saved it for marriage. But he's 39. His daughter's 18, which means that his daughter was born when he was 21. So... I don't know what that means, but I don't know. Just, just stop it. That's a lot of sexism has been on my mind today because um, a friend of mine posted an article to medium.com. Uh, if you go to my Facebook, uh, you can see I've linked it there a few days ago as of the day this comes out. Uh, five rules for male comedians. After they went through a stressful week of dealing with shitty comics uh, and just shitty men in general. I was around them when they had to deal with one of them once. Guy who was peeing in a gender neutral bathroom with the door just open in his stall, just like totally defeating the purpose of a gender neutral bathroom. And he started yelling at them about it. And so she posted, they posted, sorry, they posted this article uh, five rules for male comedians. And it's a lot of stuff that is, you know, it's not like, like hard comedy advice, like how to write jokes. It's like, here's how you can open your mind to things and here's how you can be an ally without even doing that much. Like here's how you can not make women or non-binary people feel shitty in shared spaces as a comedian. Uh, basically just like helpful advice. It's not very antagonistic. Uh, I mean, it is written with a sense of snark, but it's funny. It's not, it's not rude. Uh, and then of course I shared the article and immediately got our comment back of, some guy going, well, here's my top five rules for female comics. And then went to list a bunch of things that were completely unrelated to the article. Basically, like a whole thing of like, funny's fun. Like the vibe of it was funny's funny. Uh, it doesn't matter what your gender is. Like we should all just be the same. It's like, that's not how it is. So that shit, you can't just say that because that's not how it is. You can't well, we should all be the same. Oh, I guess then we'll just do that then. <laughs> no, there's fucking inequalities in gender and in sexual orientation and uh race and a million other things that are worth acknowledging just saying that like oh everyone should be able to take a joke is like to an extent yeah i would go along with that but uh why don't you fucking listen to what people are saying instead of immediately getting defensive because here's a great way to uh make me immediately think you're misogynistic if you immediately get defensive when any man is called out uh for anything that's how I, I have a feeling that you probably have some opinions about women that I don't like. Because um, if you didn't, you wouldn't say that. You would just be like, 
yeah, that was a good read. Or or you would scroll past it and not acknowledge it. Like, that's fine too. Like, I would encourage people to read things, but I would also take not engaging over fucking trolly ass why chromosome dominated comments. <sighs> that's kind of does. I don't know. I just want to get that off my chest, I guess. I'm going to keep this intro short because we got a, a doozy of an episode today. Uh, so longer, longer, a little longer than than usual, but uh, it's because I had somebody on the show that I haven't had in a while. Uh, we haven't spoken on the podcast at least in a while. A uh, friend of the show, Jeff May, returns uh, for after a bit of an absence, uh, as some of you are aware. Um, we actually got into some of this stuff in this uh, conversation. We were talking about, you know, what is the line and and cancel culture, which again I don't believe is a real thing. Cancel culture would doesn't exist because nobody's actually been canceled except like. Um, maybe Kevin Spacey, but I could, he's probably still got millions of dollars. So like, is that canceled? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Jeff and I had a good conversation about, uh, toys and about, uh, comedy ethics. And it was just, it was good. It was good chat. And then, uh, a little late on the show, another friend returned, someone we hadn't talked to, I think since maybe the beginning of this year, uh, a party goer by the name of Josh, who we met with Travis Clark at Starburns at, uh, Emily's thing. Uh, Josh returned and has a lot of stuff going on, a lot of big business opportunities um, that I won't spoil here, but I'll just uh, say they're very interesting and uh, expensive. <laughs> so uh, we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak and Review with Jeff May after this. While I make sure that the this is a new thing I'm trying. It's while called I make texting it, while you're recording. No, I'm setting up that. a timer on my phone, Jeff. Where's onlinestopwatch.com? Uh, they don't sponsor this podcast. Wow, they pulled their funding. Yeah, uh, the Stopwatch Boys. They're not partying with Bleak, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, just to make sure your tone is good, can you tell me a story from your childhood? Um, <laughs> When I was a little kid, my brother accidentally convinced me to sit into a fire ant's nest. He, uh, my parents Accidentally were, Well, convinced. my parents were removing... Well, I don't know if he tried to or not. <laughs> yeah. My brother's a real piece of shit, so he might have purposefully done this or not. Like, my brother was bad, a bad kid, but he's a bad adult. Uh, this uh, older or younger brother? Older brother. Older brother, he's yeah. That's, that's a move me, that yeah. you do to the little kid. Is go, Hey, go sit on that mound. And it was like, our, my, my parents were removing large boulders. Uh, we're, we're family people. We're farm We're people. family people. We're... we're <laughs> No, we're not. <laughs> if by that you mean start one and then quit immediately, then yes, we are. I mean, on paper, that is a family person collect, for a couple days. Collect as many as you can. <laughs> collect as many family as you can. Gotta catch them all. Jesus, man. Mm. So you sat on a fire ant hill. I saw, sat in. In. Because it was like, they removed this giant boulder. Oh, jeez. And like, it was like a fire ant's nest. And he's like, and my go- brother sat into one that was like, clear you know <laughs> uh, and he was just like yep, there's yours he uh he he, he did the old uh, switcheroo on you or the i got fucked up by those ants yeah man. i bet fire ants are no joke uh did they get inside or it was just are we talking surface damage like in my pussy yeah yeah did they get did they get all up in that snatch <laughs> oh i just got bit to a motherfucker man. yeah that's like, brutal yeah my mom had to like run me she was like covered in them too it was pretty funny <laughs> It was like objectively funny. Like yeah. subjectively it sucks, but like objectively speaking, my brother hurt 
two of the closest people <laughs> in his life in one fell swoop. It sounds like a, ro- a romp. <laughs> well, he stabbed me on Easter morning when I was three, too. <laughs> okay. Well, now we got to hear that one. He tattooed. Well, okay, so my, my parents were young and very dumb. Mm, and so, full of cum. Uh, at certain points, yeah. <laughs> uh, they had Easter baskets for us, and they forgot to label them. Oh, geez. Yeah. And in the Easter baskets, my parents were really good at, at gift giving only because, like, we were poor all the time. Right. So, like, gift giving was, like, a big deal. Yeah, it, it, made, it meant a lot more because it was, like, more specific. Yeah. Like, these are the times you get things. So there was a, a He-Man action figure in each mm. each one, which... <laughs> and uh, and so one of them was Clawful, who's, like, this big badass lobster guy. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And the other one was Tila was the girl. Yeah. Now, I was three and my brother was five. And so both of us were like, what about the girl? Yeah, I want give me give me I wasn't lobster. I wasn't eight enough to like get a get a wanna like feel the tits or something like that. Like <laughs> I wasn't creep, eight enough. <laughs> I wasn't eight or nine years old. Like I wasn't turned on by uh, by the female action figure. I just didn't want her because gross. Yeah, I mean you because the other thing is like your friends would be like, Oh, you love that if oh. it's the woman like you're in love with that character because you have a female thing. Yeah. So uh, we argued over it. And my brother took a fucking ballpoint pen <laughs> oh, and no. just stabbed me right in my trap muscle. Oof! And he tattooed me. I'm I'm I haven't really checked in a while, but like wh- I remember looking at it in my twenties, and it was like this very faded little blue dot. Oh wait, so like he stick and poked you, but it was literally just a one stick and yep. one poke. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you are impure in the eyes of the Lord. Uh, you will not be able to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. Sorry to hear that. Oof. <laughs> several things about that that are already wrong. Uh, isn't that? I thought that was a uh, devout, like a certain sect of Judaism. If you have tattoos on your sure. uh, body, you're not yeah, yeah. To be but buried. for me, I mean, oh yeah, no, all of that for you made no sense. <laughs> I just want to make sure I wasn't throwing out a, uh, uh, you know, misinformation about the the Jewish people. Yeah, this is the only thing Jewish on me right here. Oh, he's po- pointing at his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> My big tender Yiddish butthole. <laughs> Give that a stick and poke. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, indeed, bleak and review back from that cold open. Uh, of wait, course. Wait, is that going to be something? Oh, that's going to be. I'm going to edit it up and put ragtime music under. Oh, it's going to be great. God. <laughs> like Jeff's an anti-Semite. Oh <laughs> uh, no, they know you. They know how you roll. I like how you you turn into drive time DJ a little bit, a little yeah, bit of like, that. Uh, yeah, like we're. It's fun. We are here at uh, we're here about a uh, thirty to the hour here at uh, Bleak Review with the studio. That's the weather like over there, Jeff. Uh, things are really great <laughs> over here. We got a little bit of a cram up on the four hundred five, ladies and gentlemen. We are the at the traffic copter brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. What are you, my ex-wife? Whoa. <laughs> I, I hate this. This isn't good. But uh, Jeff May, hello. Hey, I'm back. Yeah, I haven't been on the pod in a while. It's been about two and a half years. Yeah, and as the crow flies, certainly. That's not how time works. <laughs> uh, I was hit with a girder on the way over here. So Ooh. yeah, I'm not doing well. Like but- in the like in the uh, fugitive. Yeah, like like push it into or like various Buster Keaton things, you know, those goofs where like some construction workers got a thing and he turns around and bonks you. Yeah, one that's- of those. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Those are very strong construction workers swinging steel girders <laughs> yeah. around. Just, Nobody talks about that. No, everyone's just like, oh, that guy got hurt. It's like, what about this monster over Yeah, there? you forgot about this guy holding 600 pounds on one shoulder. <laughs> Why aren't we recruiting him for weapons? Yeah, that's, you know? it was Captain America. It was I just a 1941 movie. Speaking of uh, Marvel, uh, I just found this out. I didn't know that Hulk ate God. Oh, is this the Immortal Hulk? Apparently, thing? Yeah. yeah. A friend of mine told me, and I was just like, oh, Jeff might be interested in this. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm so, like, not connected to comics right now because yeah. I'm 
this is sounds stupid, but because I'm working so much in that world yeah. that I'm actually, I don't have time to sit and read. I'm backed up so far. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of that thing of like, I used to watch way more stand up before I was a stand up. It's just like when you're immersed in the world so yeah. much for like your job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, like, people, uh, just so people know what we're talking about, you're talking about the show, uh, the podcast that you run, uh, where you sell toys and stuff. Ah, that's <laughs> vague and dismissive. Uh, yeah, that was that was the terrible, what is that thing again, pitch? Yeah. <laughs> What's the thing you do? You sell toys. No, that is true. I actually, I, I have a... I have an, uh, an interview-based uh, show through Sideshow Collectibles. Yes, that's Which is one. like this massive company. Right. Like this huge, amazing company filled with amazing people, by the way. Like anything at like a Frank and Sons or Nerd Swap Meet thing, like they probably supply Dude, a million they, of those things. They, uh, well, you have to have like a special retailer mm. uh, badge the, to get their shit Ooh. or you have to buy it offline for at retail, you know. And yeah. there are some pieces like, I remember there was like, there's, I didn't know this had happened, but my favorite Iron Man armor is the Mark V, which is the suitcase one from Iron Man 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. like the way it looks. Yeah. It's like red and silver, and it's got a lot of, like, ridges on it, and I think it looks really fucking awesome. Totally. So I was telling them, I was like, hey, if you come across one of those Mark Vs, like, put it aside for me, and they were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I just found out that this $220 toy, when it came out, it's now worth, like, several thousand dollars. Wow. And I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I okay. get it. I get it. No, like, they, they, so they contacted me, and they were like, hey, we want to do more content. Like, yes. Like, most of what we do is, is is what is essentially infomercials, and they were like, we want to do content. Yeah. What would it take for you to kind of, like, be our contractor to do that? Like and you were like, there. do you have, like, a jar of peanut butter? Because I can yeah. use the I work. Like, I'm starving. <laughs> um, it's actually really, I'm not sure how much of my contract I'm supposed to say, but no, I, not talk about I undercut myself so much that they doubled it. Uh <laughs> I know that I know that feeling very well, by the way. Because I someone asks you what you're worth, and you're like, "Oh shit!" According to me, I've been living my life worthless. So <laughs> yeah. when people are like, "You should get paid this much for it," I'm like, "I, I like that." Yeah, that sounds great. So, so I, so I got this. I, I told them that, and I also was like, "And give me free shit." And they're yeah, like, yeah. "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's part of it." Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll dance for I'm you. A, I'm a moron. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nothing to them. But like, yeah, you, you could have reasonably been like, like if they had got like some, I don't know, like person who was in a couple episodes of Angel or something, you know, some vague credibility, but like has like a scale in mind. They're like, "Oh, I'm worth this," and you're just like, "I don't know. I got like 50 bucks for doing stand up last month. Uh, <laughs> can you match that?" Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a biweekly show. Um, and I get on sort of like just people that I consider like there are two types of people that I want to bring on. First is like people that I consider very talented. Uh, I'm going to use I'm using air quotes, but like yes. nerd celebrities, like yeah. people that have been in shit or that do shit. That do I voices think. maybe and, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And then the other people are the people that I think would be exalted by being on this show. The people that might not be known by the collectibles community, but if I give them visibility yeah. that they're going to be like, oh, this is exactly the kind of person that I want to learn more about. So somebody who's maybe uh, based in a different area of their like artist creative endeavors or whatever, but like they also work really well in this well, situation. I think a good example is I had Adam Todd Brown on. Oh, I heard of him. Uh, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. But like, I mean, when it comes to nerdy shit, he's like, fucking baseball and, and, and shit yeah. like that. It, we're, but it doesn't, that's not what you'd necessarily apply to like a, a fucking toy yeah. company. Yeah. But I was like, I bet if 
the the few thousand people that listen to my show hear him and, and see him and have this interaction that they will want to go and start consuming totally that. And so I use those two things. There's some people, and you hate viewing it this way. Some people can help my show, and some people my show can help. Yeah, and and most of the time it's both. Yeah, totally. Most of the time it's like you're going to make a great episode for me. Uh, I'm going to get rave reviews and you're going to get uh, 17 views. followers and it's all paid for by a toy company which it's is kind of the dream the world's <laughs> greatest scam no, <laughs> yeah, but we they're tricked awesome. everybody and they when we when we signed up for it the guy's like i don't want you to try to sell toys right he was like we we do that enough our yeah. shit does that enough this is like yeah he said we're very infomercially at his course we want you to just come on and just be a personality that is immersed in this world yeah totally um, and, and they were like, we just want you to bring, you know, who do you know? And so far, uh, I've, I've recorded 20 episodes. 19 of those people have been what I consider my friends. Yeah. Like people totally. that I have had contact with beforehand. Uh, the only one that I didn't, um, was somebody that was sort of like, oh, I, I know this guy, he'll do your show. Oh, great. Yeah. And I brought him on and it was, uh, uh, listen great, to great the, time. Listen to the, <laughs> listen to the Scott Labdell episode. I believe it's episode like sixteen or seventeen, and uh, it's a it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's hell it's, yeah. Gets well, a li- it gets wonderfully tense. And what's the show called again for everybody? It's called Sideshow Sideshow with side Jeff show, May because I'm their May. side piece. So yeah, yeah. Like, that's why I named it. You're their bottom bitch. I'm obsessed <laughs> with, um, I'm obsessed with, uh, like. Clever double talk. Oh, totally. Like sideshows, sideshow, where I'm away from the toy aspect of it. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. There's like a there's a a, a tour that I want to start called the Comic Store Comics Tour, where it's just <laughs> comics going to comic book shops and doing shows. Yeah, totally. Um, do you know that Brian Regan joke? That old Brian Regan joke goes, "What's it called? Or do you know what it's called when you have second thoughts about your dinner plans on Indian land? Uh, reservation, reservation, reservation." Oh, geez. <laughs> that's such a good joke. Oh, Regan. Or the, the Bob Law, blah, blah, blog, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, Bob Law, blah, blah, yeah. blah. That's yeah. so great. Uh, law bomb, law by Bob Law, blah, blah, blog. It is really great. It's but I love doing that show, and I love, I love the fact that I can have it. Totally. Like, it's no, my, that's great. Like, like, it's my, and they like believe in me. They're, <laughs> There, I don't How are say, you handling that emotionally, by the way? I don't want to see anything disparaging about this company because I fucking love them. No, but like, yeah. They believe in me, and I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? Um, I, well, I went, when I went to them, and I was like, uh, I was like, we should do a, I, 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 for, I was before San Diego Comic Con, I was like, we should, can we do a panel? Can I do a panel? And he's like, oh, it's too late. We actually, it just closed off. And Aww. I was like, oh. And he goes, how about New York Comic Con? And I was like, <laughs> What? Yeah. And they were like, "Yeah, we'll fly you out. We'll pay you. You do the you do." How about a panel. vacation instead of a drive? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, there was nothing vacation like. Oh no, I'm sure trip. it was very it work. Was, work it was exhausting. Um, but they they like paid for me to go to New York, and I got to do this amazing panel with like amazing guests. That's uh, great. Where it was like, and it was like I tried to keep it very varied. So I had like Mark Brooks and Phil Jimenez, who are two like what you consider comic book regulars. Yeah, I had Mike Drucker, who's an amazing comedian. Oh, I know Mike Drucker. Super yeah. funny. Yeah, super he's funny great. on Twitter. Writes for Samantha B. Um, I had uh, Veronica Taylor, who's the voice of Ash Ooh. from Pokemon, like the, the, yeah, the yeah, original. Yeah. No, totally. Ash. And then I had Chris Uminga and Chrissy Zullo, who uh, are great. They're great print and cover artists, as well as. Um, 
they do a lot of like commercial nerdy commercial art. Okay. And they did some like really cool statues that came out through DC collectibles. Ooh. So it was this like, I was trying to get as like as varied a crew as I could. Totally. And it was like a blast. Hell yeah. Uh, before we get to my pre-planned interview question, I got to ask, oh. what's the most expensive collectible that you own? The most or like rarest or something, whatever, you know, um, like your prized possession. I don't have like super expensive stuff. Yeah. I have, I have a couple comics that are worth several hundred. Ooh. Like I have, uh, I have two copies of Batman Adventures number 12, okay. which is the first Harley Quinn. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so I have that. Um, I have a, a Alex Ross designed Spider-Man head bust. So it's like a one-to-one. So it's like the size of a oh, that's human cool. head. And it's Spider-Man, and that looks really cool. And I have some shit from Sideshow that they've given me that's worth, you know, three to six hundred bucks. It just blows my mind, because, like, I love collecting shit. I'm, like, I'm really into, like, you know, Funko Pops and, like, dumb, like, little toys and stuff like that. I just have in my house that make me very happy. But, like, I go to the, I've been to, like, those swap meets, and I'll, like, see, like, this limited run of Pops that are, like, Biggie and Tupac that are, like, three hundred dollars. I'm, like, I get why (sighs) that's, because it's a rarity, but, like. I couldn't imagine being Jesus able to drop Christ. that kind of money on something like that. And those people that collect those generally have walls and walls of that yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm just like, man, you're paying 300 bucks for that thing to just be, be another in, brick in yeah, the wall. Yeah, like up, upper left-hand corner yeah. of your den. See, that, uh, see this wall right here? Yeah. It's uh, $40,000. Yeah. $40,000 worth of plastic. Yeah, you can't see what's on there. <laughs> I love calling those Beanie Babies because people uh, lose yeah. their fucking mind. They're like, I like collecting them. Like, yeah, yeah, I used that. to collect Beanie Babies as a child, and I don't take it as an insult. Yeah, I'm like, people that collected Beanie Babies liked it, too. <laughs> that's what collecting is. I did Pokemon cards and uh, Beanie Babies. I had a bi- you know laminated binder full of Pokemon yeah. cards when I was a kid and all that stuff. Yeah. I uh, I dumped what because I, I just moved recently and I dumped about ten long boxes of uh, of comics. Yeah, I, I sold a I sold a couple of them to um, Blast from the Past. Which oh is yeah, where I do uh, my Mint show. on Card, everybody. Because yeah, I do Mint on Card at Blast from the Past, and Larry's like, I need to fill my stuff, so can I have Perfect. first crack at them? Perfect. And I was like, sure. And then with the leftovers, uh, my friend Reza Asghari open is opening a comic shop. He just oh yeah, I heard it. about that. I know Reza. We yeah. can be heroes. And he was like, "Can I have access to your books? Like, totally. can can you have them?" And so it kind of like it fit perfectly. Like the timing was very well, very yeah. good. And, um, and ten long boxes, like that's a lot to move. Like if you were going to just yeah. keep moving it from place to place, yeah. it's like yeah. you're helping everybody out. They're getting helped by you. You're getting helping yourself. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I made a couple of. I didn't make a lot of money off of it. Like when when all was said and done, I think I made about six hundred and fifty dollars. And I remember my friend Lisa that I was with. She also co-produces Mint on Cards. Oh yeah, I know. Lisa. She said. Uh, she was like, wow, that's pretty good. And I was like, you don't want to know how much money I spent to <laughs> fill those 10 long boxes. Yeah. Because that was, I'm guessing, like, 10 long boxes at uh, 300 uh, books. Conser- well, we'll say conservatively 200 books. Yeah. Uh, at, uh, we'll, we'll say conservatively $2 a piece per book. Uh, you're looking at uh, $400 per box of spending. Yeah, Jesus. That's <laughs> it's try uh not, let's try not to get too deep into what that means <laughs> if you were if you were uh, a cutthroat businessman and you needed to squeeze every penny out of those uh comics you could have <laughs> yeah well i was the the smartest thing i could have done was to have a yard sale and then buck a book them oh yeah you know and yeah, yeah then yeah. then i would have i would have done well but you know like blast from the past they they're they're great and and we're great together and I like them and they actually paid me really well for them. They, they gave me about almost a buck a book. Anyway. Yeah. They're uh, very open to 
Like they, they seem like very warm people because I've been to your show several times there at the yeah. place. And the fact that they're like, yeah, we'll kind of just uh, section off a big chunk of our store for stand-up comedy every month. Like that is big. They That's a big it. ask. And well, I know they, they love it too. They, they love that show. Uh, and it's so funny because they're so into it. Yeah. And I love that. Like I really like it. It's uh, it's a rarity because most people, uh, the idea like every oh you're night. putting people out when you put <laughs> yeah, a, anytime always. you put a comedy show anywhere but a comedy club you're putting them out. That's true. Like there is no favor. You're not doing anyone a favor by putting a comedy yeah. show in their store. But that's how they kind of viewed it because they love comedy. That's uh, it was really like they were like you would be willing to do that for us. That's like that's exactly <laughs> what he said when I was like this place because it was he got a new place and I was like this place would be great for an underground comedy show and he's, and he's like, like you'd be willing. To do that, and I'd be like, yeah. You're like, let me keep you around for my whole life. Yeah, yeah, I'd be willing to take a risk. <laughs> Speaking of your whole life, Jeff, uh, before yeah. we started recording, we were watching some problematic cartoon trailers on your phone, uh, yeah. which actually the pre-planned question I had is kind of associated with that concept. Ooh. What is like a thing that you loved as a kid that Racism. has not? <laughs> All right, asked and answered. So coming up next, we've got uh, <laughs> no, uh, like like something that doesn't hold up at all, like like media wise, like a movie or a show that you were like, you were like all about, and then you look at it now, and you're like, ooh, I for am, whatever reason, you know. Uh, I'll t- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna answer that question, but I am gonna say something that I'm terrified of, and that's the day <laughs> that Major League is no longer gonna be able to be shown because uh, of Chief Wahoo. Yeah, I feel like some at some point in time. That's going to happen. But do you think it would have happened by now already, right? Uh, <laughs> if it was right. going to happen, I think. Um, I think the. Uh, I think w- classic Warner Brothers cartoons. Yeah. Uh, you know, Speedy Gonzalez in, in general is <laughs> yeah, a. That's a tough they're, one. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. They're so funny. They're so yeah. well put together. They just happen to have the tint of of racism yeah and it's also a product of the time like everything else sure. that we talk about and, but and it's like yeah it just doesn't age well on collections by the way warner actually has that these are they, they'll say like these are not altered yeah they feature problematic language right. that was of a time and to and they don't do what disney does which the is vault. pretend it didn't happen <laughs> oh yeah they just stuffed donald duck in a nazi suit in the vault or whatever yeah <laughs> remember that yeah oh defer's face yeah okay i'll tell you a fun story yes, about please. that i used to use that in one of my lessons because i used to teach pop culture course Ooh. and uh there's a very catchy song in defure's face um and i i almost don't want to sing it but there's is it a- dumb nutsies by spike jones and the city slickers no that's <laughs> the sound the sound is like in defure's face oh this yeah is the master race yes Zeke Zeke yeah Zeke okay uh, what's so, hap- do not isolate that it, clip, yeah. listeners, please. So it's a very, it's very, unfortunately, it's very catchy. Yeah. And when I was teaching that, that song earwormed into my brain. Oh, no. And I was grocery shopping. I was gross. I was like at a CVS or something. It's semantic. But like, I was like, and then all of a sudden this woman next to me, like, oh, looks at me. And, and you already look like, the way you do. And I went. <laughs> It's a Donald Duck cartoon, and, and it's in my head, and I'm so sorry. Uh, like, I didn't know how to do it. I like ducks I, uh, and juice, yeah. just equally. I would say I would say um, classic Warner cartoons. Yeah, that's would a tough be one. The ones that that really kind of. It's just it's like you couldn't you couldn't like 
show like you said like when you can't show like the day you can't show major league anymore it's like it's like you wouldn't be like hey check out this thing like for me like i was like upset when i was like 10 i was obsessed with the boondock saints uh, of course because that came out in 99 i, I was, think there's I think a lot of gay it's stuff a, like anti, i think it's yeah. un, i think it's unfair i think uh the boondock saints is unfairly maligned i don't think it's a great movie but i think no the sequels are absolutely atrocious sure but uh, I, <laughs> like when you're when we're taught when you're like oh there's some homophobic stuff in there it's like yeah well it's in boston yeah in the 90s so because yeah, I, I was trying to think of what it would be for me and i was trying to think like I think, I mean, even like the first season of It's Always Sunny, which is like 2005, like they dropped some uh, some transgender slurs pretty hard in that. Yeah, uh, but, but there, that's also just what people were saying. But that, there needs to be a separation between that's the point right. and this is a throwaway joke. Yeah, that's because true. Because that's, that's really important. Yeah. Like, like there's a difference between that where they, they use a uh, transphobic slur, but they're doing that on purpose because what you're really finding out is this person is, is featuring their path to find their sexuality. Yeah. They don't figure it out and they're using it in a very negative context because they're bad people. Oh, they are. Yes. But and there's no mistake about the it. The best <laughs> person in that episode is the transgender woman. Right. And that's really what they're pushing is that like, this is clearly the best person in the episode, the most mature, the well put together person. And these morons yeah. are blowing it that's still that's <laughs> no hilarious. it works it works it's just it's kind of like at you know like it's one of those things of like could you show it like as a thing yeah i still i, I still, still think, think it's so. good writing I, it's a great show but it's like oh, I, it's just hard to hear that so many times <laughs> i mean but but if that's the point and they're not pretending that that's not the point if, if right like it's not a good they're example, not saying like, it because they think it's a funny word it's not married with children yeah which i i think that's another example of one that i don't like i try watching married with children because i think it was brilliantly written but there's a lot of jokes where it's just like that guy's a homo yeah like or something like that and you're like oh, see that's not that's like yeah. the gay guy's a punchline. Yeah, like absolutely. that to me. That was married with children trying to push the envelope at the time, but still using it as a punchline. In yeah. something like Always Sunny, uh, using the word and I am quote tweeting here, using the word tranny was Canceled. not the punchline. <laughs> it was it was the joke that they themselves yeah. were the bad, awful bigoted people no and that's how they've always been and that's how that's why i still really like that show and i think because they've actually like that establishing that in that season as well and then you follow max actual trajectory through the series and like when he's preaching at uh the uh the who was she was also the lady who played the the trans woman that was also in joe dirt i believe yeah she was the the, (laughs) and she was on i think she was on a reality show first that probably yeah i think i remember that she's got resting reality face (laughs) um but uh, talented and then, like, actor, yeah, it, yeah, she's great. Uh, she and I wish they had brought that character back. I think they brought her back a few times in that show. But then, like all the way up until the end of last season, where they had an episode where Max does that interpretive dance. That seems to be the episode that everybody it's has very, been exalting lately. It's very good. It's, it's beautiful and yeah. it's heartbreaking. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that will break you down. And it also is a reminder of how important the long game is in comedy. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Which I think I think there are problems with re- reactive culture. Yeah. Where you're not allowing the fi- it happens in comics all the time. Yeah. Where like there was a problem with Captain America where he said he there was a, a run where he said Hail Hydra. Oh, and right. it was like this thing and everybody like blew their mind and it was like the end of the first chapter of a story. Right. And people were like losing their minds like how dare you do this to an American? You made <sighs> Captain America a Nazi. How dare you in this cl-? and it's just like hey 
We've got an end game. The, <laughs> let the story happen, man. He's been a Nazi like 50 times. Yeah, yeah. He's been a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, like that's where, the, that's where the, the reality of the situation settles in for them. It's like you realize that this is all fantasy, so like this doesn't – and they're not even saying Hitler. They're saying Hydra. Well, I think, <laughs> I think South Park is a good example of where reactive – problem like being reactive when when consuming art isn't necessarily great because south park does their their episodes are an entire season long right like they do a season that is essentially one episode broken down it's it's very specific the yeah way thematically they do it. and stuff yeah and there was stuff where like people loved it until it made fun of them and then oh, they yeah. were like how it's stupid it's old it's garbage and it's like I think you might be missing the point. <laughs> yeah, well, you, if you're if you're gonna take that position, you have to also get mad when it's not making fun of you, and, <laughs> and that's a, a lot different than when you're seeing the punchline be uh, a victim, a, right? A, a as opposed to group or, yeah. or a marginalized group, and like people are so reactive now. Yeah, uh, and there's this difference of these like old shitty dudes digging their heels in. Yeah. Like, I can't make my rape jokes Why can't anymore? I say whatever I want without a carrot? That's the, that's the thing is that I got it. Well, I can get into it because I muted it immediately, but I had a conversation with some people on the internet briefly where it was a thing of like, they're like, well, you know, uh, I just don't think, I think that all these people uh, yelling about jokes are limiting free speech. It's like, so you're saying we should take away, we shouldn't have our free speech to react to something. Because yeah. it's get like, arrested for saying, making a transgender joke. Yeah. You just, you're an asshole. Yeah. And we're telling you you're and we're, an we're asshole. And we're allowed for to it. do that. If you're such a free speech fan, then we should absolutely I, be I, having I, a dialogue. I got into it with somebody that I used to be very close with. And, and he was, uh, he was like, you know, you do this whole, he, he was basically saying that I was being performative. Right, performatively uh, an ally or something like yeah, that. And yeah, and he's just like, you know, this whole PC principle thing that you're doing <laughs> is like, you know, I remember you used to tell a joke that had the N-word in it, which I did. Yeah. And I'm going to say this right now. It was a brilliant joke. I thought you were saying, I'm going to say this right now, the N-word. No, I, I thought it was a very good joke. <laughs> no, yeah. But at some point in time, I realized I was like, it's not worth me being like, no, that's not the point. Yeah. So I removed it and I, said, I... I know I learned from, and I told him, I was like, dude, I, it's called learning and growing Yeah. where I, first I thought I should be able to say this because I'm a comedian and I'm subverting the concept and it's all about it, sort of allyship in general. And yeah. that's where it came from. And Actually, I same, think I know the joke now. I remember yes. it. <laughs> and it stands to be one of the jokes that I think is the smartest joke I've written. Yeah. But it also is like, well, I don't need it anymore. Yeah. I or, don't. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want to have. I don't, my life isn't ended because I grew as a person. Yeah, like you, you drop that out of your act, and suddenly everyone's like, "Well, I guess we're gonna have to fire Jeff from the podcast. He doesn't have that joke anymore. Like they're not like it's not gonna do anything." It's so crazy to me that people would be like, "You used to be like this, <laughs> and now you're like this." It's like, yeah, it's called. Growth, yeah. like a microcosm of what you're talking about, happened to me this year. I I started writing a new bit at the beginning of this year about uh, the porn that I watch sometimes, and it was using a uh, pejorative for trans people for a while because I was the joke was uh, they make you type in slurs, and I used to say they make you type in the word, and I just recently like I tried it out and it would always work fine, and I was like, you know what, I could just say they make you type in slurs, yep. and the jokes hasn't it's the same. Yeah, this joke <laughs> like the better stuff is the stuff that has slurs in it, and I don't. <laughs> 
don't know what that says about my fetish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you could search for the other thing uh, and yeah. not get as hard. Yeah, you, you, you put the word transgender, it's going to be a little too tender. That's yeah. a, that's kind of that's a little bit of where it goes. But yeah, it's I. So I that's I my realize, joke now. Oh shit! Well, I guess I'm taking your N-word joke. <laughs> I'm gonna lie about being from Boston because that's the you joke. You know what? Right? Let's the, merge them. Oh yeah, that's good. Let's aristocrats this up a little bit. Oh goodness! But there there is. And and it, but it's funny to me that that I don't understand that when we're talking about sort of art and comedy, um, which is the ultimate gray area. Yeah, that we have to be either black and white on the left or the right side of things, and no, that totally. there's this super reactive stuff. Because I, by the way, I consistently roll my eyes at people on the left. Yeah, not as much as people on the right. People <laughs> yeah. on the right are. For the most part, in comedy, if you're heavy on the right, you're kind of a dipshit. Like, <laughs> like I'm just, just like, prove us wrong, you, internet. What, the, what, are you, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's very but weird. I, but I like roll my eyes often at people on the left. I've got, I got called out. I, I can't, I can't stop thinking about this. <laughs> I do a podcast on Gamefully Unemployed called Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. Oh yeah, Tom Ryman Tom and Ryman. I. We watch Batman. We talk about Batman. And we, it's every, it's a villain, a different villain every time. It's a man that dresses up in a Halloween costume. It's an Olympic, an Olympic athlete billionaire that dresses up in a Halloween costume and beats up sick people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the criminally insane. And so we, okay, so you say the word criminally insane, right? Uh-oh, uh-oh. So I was called. I've got, I got like paragraphs upon paragraphs calling me ableist hmm. because I used the phrase mental illness. Oh, when I was talking about there was the, the Joker. The it, oh. <laughs> it was it was the ventriloquist who is a a meek man who has an angry ventriloquist puppet, and he's like clearly a victim of his own yeah whatever his mental illness yeah, is yeah some kind of schizophrenia and or then, something maybe and the other one is Maxi Zeus, which is like a dude that was just like a businessman, and then he got really sick and thinks he's Zeus. <laughs> This is I not. Love, I just love that character. That's a yeah. great character. So it's it's very it's it's two people that are clearly victims of their own mental illness. Yeah, where like they're cl- like you're like really concerned. It's not like the Joker where you're like somebody put a bullet in this guy. Right. It's just like you're like this. These people are really sick. Yeah, and Batman's go around kicking their asses. Yeah, he's for, not helping them. Yeah, he's, he's not just, getting he's them like treatment. Torturing them. He's not getting them fifty one fifty or whatever. And so I said I was like buckle up because it's a real one two punch of mental illness here that we're going to talk about. Huh. And then this person stopped listening hmm. sent me an entire essay about why i'm ableist and i'm like i, I feel like that's I'm, yeah and they're like you're not listening you're not hearing me i'm like no no no. I, I am listening and i'm hearing you and i'm recognizing your concerns but also it's i mean if you're pointing out that somebody has a mental illness like oh that's my friend matt he has severe depression that's not being ableist that's a, oh i was point- told identifying a thing isn't it (laughs) i was told that my mental illness is not a badge for me to uh be ableist Uh, and it was like this whole thing and like i get that you're going through some shit man but like that's the part of me where i just want to be like but you got to figure some shit out (laughs) i will not before he your podcast reads a lot of people and you know you're 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 perpetuating stereotypes that all mentally ill people are dangerous i'm like i think i've actually talked about my mental illness and i don't call myself dangerous like, before, before we go to break i'll leave you with a story that also is very much in that vein it was a few maybe a year ago on this very podcast uh we were doing a fake ad where travis clark 
was playing guitar and he was talking about Uncle Billy's child farm. Uh, and it was the thing. It was just the ad. The fake ad was uh, bring your kids here. We'll teach them to be good, uh, you know, respectable. Uh, uh, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Just like some country shit. And somebody wrote in and was like, uh, there was a man named Mil- Billy who assaulted somebody in my family. So just think about that. I was like, it wasn't a pedophile thing. It was, we mentioned there were children and a man named Billy. Like, how yeah. far? Just think about that. Just, uh, yeah. I did. I was like, I, the yeah. joke still works. No, I just sit there thinking, before I do anything comedically, I'm like, all right, so if I talk about dating, has anyone ever been murdered on a date? Or has somebody, like, it's, yeah. it's you can't do that. Because here's the thing, it's like, you want to be inclusive. Yeah. You want to be inclusive in things. Yeah. But then people are like, but you forgot about this person. And it's like, yep. I sure did. Yeah, I didn't know that person you or know. that that was a thing that happened. Uh, you know, it sucks that that happened, but what can, can we not, we're not allowed to, should no one be named Billy anymore? Like, like, no more Billies? There is that part of me that's like the old school, like, dad level. It's like, yeah, get fucking tougher. Toughen up. <laughs> Stop making the world adapt to you. Maybe you fucking adapt to the world. That's how organisms thrive. Like, that is a That's thing. how I feel about, like, Twitter. Like, when someone, like, really emotionally has, like, a Twitter thing, like, where it's clearly, like... They just, because we have access to Twitter at all times and everything, and you just dump out your feelings in the moment, I'm like, you didn't need to post that. <laughs> like, I oh, get where you're coming feelings from. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, feelings. <laughs> or when people have breakdowns on Twitter, and yeah. you're like, oh, I guess you could use it for that. Yeah. Like, I thought I've, this was for, like, jokes. I feel like I feel like the closest I've come to that is a drunken tie, like a drunken series of tweets where I'm applying to myself, trying to tag my own joke and doing a worse and worse job. That's about as close as I get to a breakdown. <laughs> Sometimes I will... What I'll do is I'll use breakdown fuel as a way to create something decent. Like when my roommate was basically like, I'm kicking you out in two months. Yeah. Like you got to go. And my first instinct was to get all emo about it and be really sad and depressed and being like, fucking take to Twitter, call them out. (laughs) Yeah. And then instead I was just like, you know what? Instead of, cause like, cause I, I had said something about, cause it was like right before comic con and the whole thing. And then I was just like, instead of offering, because like people were like, oh, I'll send you some money. You know, you know like, yeah. I, I was like, instead of doing that, just support and exalt the creative endeavor, endeavors of the people that you like to consume their work. Totally. Like, we artists don't want to be handed money. We want to be rewarded for the art we create. Yes. Like, that's what we want. We want money and we want acclaim for being good at the thing that we're doing. Yeah. Not handed money because we're a charity case because we chose an unpaying or low paying job. Yeah. It's not everyone else's fault that I got a film degree. Fuck, <laughs> right? Like, I'm like, totally. But, but I was like, so I went on this thing and I was like, instead of doing this, I was like, find your favorite, po- the podcast you listen to. Have you given them a five star review on, on iTunes yeah. or on, on Apple music or yeah, whatever. whatever it is. Have, Have you, you told a friend about it? Do you, no. do you thumbs up? And comment on their YouTube. Do you subscribe to it? Do you like little things that are free can then translate into money for us. And I really feel like people don't get that. Yeah, it's like a thing, like, I always, uh, and this is not a slam on our fans, because I love our fans very much, but, like, at the end of every episode, I'm like, you know, rate, review, and all that, and, like, you know, we, we get, they trickle in, but it's like... I know how many listens the show gets. We could get more. Fucking, what is wrong with you? Fucking do it. Yeah, that's why I brought Jeff here today is to shame you all. Why are you doing that? It's fucking free, man. But like, yeah, like sideshow, sideshow. I have, my listenership is about in the tens of thousands. It's it's it's, it's fine. It's yeah. it's not like my name is what did it. It's just no, no. I know. Yeah, it's, a, it's the thing. It's great. Um, 
and we're you know it's i'm great because it's 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 going up and everything and uh we do it on youtube too which is like this tiny percentage but i still have to do it on youtube yeah and like i'm like well just if you're watching, just click thumbs up. I have 40 reviews on, on Apple Music. Out of, out of the 10 plus out of thousand. The, yeah. So many people. And I'm like, wild. just, and a lot of them have been like inside jokes shitting on me from fans. I've got that too. With calling me review. like Jay and Joe because like one time my girlfriend said that on another podcast. <laughs> and I'm like. What the fuck, man? Like, yeah, our most featured reviews for this podcast are still ones from like when we just started, and like I can I told all my friends to review it, and they would just be like, "Kevin is good." This is like like doing like that. You t- you asked me to review this, so I'm reviewing it, but it like seems like a very disingenuous thing. Those are like our most like featured reviews. Still, I'm like, great. <laughs> it's like okay, so like we fucking look at what I'm going to use Adam as an example. Do okay? it. Okay, look at what he pours into this fucking. This network, the yeah. unpopular opinion network. Like, look at all that 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 he's doing, and, and it's just like, just, 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 just like just, the shit. Just man. do it. Just give the review. Don't be an asshole. And stop <laughs> if I if I may. Yeah, please. This overly familiar joke insulting on Twitter. I fucking hate it. Ha! I can't. I can't get over. I can't stress this enough. I fucking hate it. I, you know what I love is actual compliments. What I don't love is being fucking called an asshole. Yeah. Because somebody called me an asshole on a podcast six weeks ago. Or or the uh, the the thing of like, oh, we all we are gonna whenever Kevin posts wordplay, it's like your fucking pun made me want to kill myself. Like we haven't met. <laughs> there is there have been like there have been I've seen things where it's like just listen to the latest episode of. Tom and Jeff watch Batman, and Jeff Mate does look like a rapist. <laughs> and I'm Pull just like, I'm like. Yeah, at Hey There Jeffro, like snitching. Like, yeah, and I'm just like, like cool. And that's it's what just, I want associated with my handle. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's you? wild. Or like if you're like, if you, if I, if you leave a network or something, like I, yeah. you know, I recently left one. What? And then people would be like, they well, recently. <laughs> but they would be like, yeah, fuck that person. And I'm like, why do you? Do Stop you think it. That that's <laughs> yeah. What I want to hear. No, I listened to the episode you and Adam did when you came back and you guys talked about that a lot. And that was very, that made a lot of sense to me. It's just like, yeah, no, we don't want, I don't want anyone to pick sides or lash out at other strangers. Like, I don't know what this there, is. There are a limited, there's a handful of people that I wish bad things upon. <laughs> I hate you, Jeff. Oh, Adam Todd Brown. That's our soundboard, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we the, it's weird that you guys chose just that soundbite for the Yeah, we chose, we, chose, we chose an off mic uh, scream for the soundboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, there are, only a small handful of people that I want bad things for. Yeah. And mainly it's because they actively tried to harm me. But yeah. It, but if it's just like, oh, this relationship went sour. Yeah. I don't and want, I don't want to be like, well, fuck them. I'm the only good thing they could have had. True. True. Uh, and no, no, no truer words spoken. And uh, we did, we did all right on that. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, there, I was like, even when I, don't uh, I'm not even in contact with people anymore. I still want them to do well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like like luckily that never happened with like me and Vanessa's breakup or anything. Like nobody was like Ugh. like everyone that knew us knew that like we didn't want anything bad for each other. It's I know it's one of those things. I know that she won't be listening to this. <laughs> like Raquel. Oh, I thought like, you meant Vanessa. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but my ex Raquel. Um, it ended. We we it was a whole thing, and it, it was like a fizzle, and then a this, and then a that, and it was very difficult. And then she has. Um, 
she has custody of our cats. Uh, and, and, and I, I, lo- I, well, I found out recently that my cat was sick. Oh, somebody, no. somebody kind of like snuck it in on the down low, like, hey, by the way, like, cat's sick. Your cat's sick. And I know she wouldn't take money from me. Right. So I literally had to launder money to her. I had to, <laughs> like, I had to like anonymously donate like a not insignificant chunk of change. Sketchy um, folks out there looking for laundering opportunities. Sick cats. Like, <laughs> but like, I was just like, I, I need to give this person money to yeah. help the sickness of the cat that I swore that I would help fund. Yeah. You know, totally like, like and I don't, I'm not like good. Make her go broke. <laughs> yeah. But some people, they think no, they that think that's that, what And happens. they think that, and they think that's what you want too. Yeah. yeah. Like when, when, it's when, very weird. when Adam and I had our conflicts, we only wanted good things for each other while yeah. we were. I was in contact with both of you during that time, and neither of you really shit on the other one. Oh, people would try. Uh, no, I mean, like, you, either yeah, neither of you guys, like, to me, or whatever, do People that. would try. They would contact Adam or myself, and they'd right. be like, what happened? That guy's a dick, right? Want me to or beat like, him up? I'll I'm beat sure, him up. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, they were probably like, Adam, your unpopular opinion is better without him, or something like that. <laughs> and then every every time I would send a message back, I would just be like, what makes you think this is what I want? I would be, right. be like, this isn't what I want. I don't yeah. want you to think this way. Not at all. I don't want bad things for this person to ha- like. What is why? 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 I guess they just they just like the drama. I guess they want to be involved in some drama that does is not too close to home. Speaking of not too close to home, we've been going for like forty two minutes here, so we oh. should go to a quick break here. But Jeff, you can stick around, right? No. Okay. Well, no, I'll see I'm you not. later. I leave. Well, we gave uh, we gave our upcoming guests about forty minutes to figure out what they're doing, so we'll be back with whatever that is with more Jeff Bay and more Bleak and Review after this. <laughs> Fucking coward. Hey, there you go, my headphones. We're back in, baby. All I had to do was start recording, I guess. Uh, so, Bleak and Review, we're back. Uh, so, I'm still... Uh, we're back, everybody. We're back here. I'm still uh, sitting here in the captain's chair. Over there, my right-hand man. Say hello to the people, Jeff Bay. Last job was Jeff Bay here. Harry Carey. <laughs> oh, no, that's... I used to... That used to be like... Hi, lot of gentlemen. Welcome to the... And then I would say the name uh, of the thing. Oh, I, I like do, that. I would do drive-time DJ stuff. It's fun. Do, that's why. It's very fun. Uh, and shock, we're, we're still, uh, yeah, I'm still here with Jeff May. This is still yeah. Bleak and Review. We, hey, we yeah. had another... <laughs> we had another guest coming by, and I don't know. We gave him 40 minutes. I don't know where he is. All right, but, I'm, uh, I'm ready, ready to record my lines. Dude, you just, like, fucking just oh. dropped in from the ceiling. Okay, like, what's, what's up, dudes? Ready to record. Who's Where we got? You got a script for me or what? Uh, I don't have a script. No. You do seem very familiar to me. What? Who are you again, sir? Uh, my name's Josh. Oh, um, that's right. Full name Joshua David Thorpe Craig. Um, I won an Omaze contest to record a voice for Rick and Morty at Starburns Industries. Oh, ooh, ooh I've got news about that. Yeah. You may notice we're in a different building than last time. That's oh, no Jeff way. May, not Matt Rousseau. Oh, I was, I was I, all I saw was I saw you and I saw a handsome guy, so I figured I was in the right place. <laughs> you have specific face blindness where you can only neg people. Right. Okay. Cool. Right, for sure, definitely. Uh, I don't feel negged. No, no, it was a neg on me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel great. <laughs> you only neg so half the handsome. room. 
Uh, Josh, uh, last time you we saw you was Starburns. Uh, oh shit! You were there I've been for, here before. You were there for oh, Emily's yeah. thing. Yeah, Emily, I love Emily, dude. You guys know Emily? She's chill as hell. I, I think it was. I think in the canon of the podcast, it was Travis Clark's sister. Uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. That sounds. Um, yeah, that was a, there was a party going on there that ended up not right. happening. The canon is very very loose on that episode. But yeah, you want to should thing, I get though. some backstory? Yeah, here? let's get a little backstory. Okay, here's my backstory. Um, I went to USC and now I'm in a real estate development deal. Oh, okay. Wait, oh. isn't that a different guy? No, it's the same guy. That was the same guy. Oh, yeah. you're right. It is the same guy. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you had a you had a tower that you were building. Right at the time, I was um, building a um, a sort of human obstacle death course, Hunger Games style <laughs> thing for Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that's right. I mean, it's been it's been crazy because since he's gone down in the polls, my family and I have shifted our money to uh, Mayor Pete now. So I've been oh, sort of stuck okay. It's a, it's a horse to put your cart to. Huh? <laughs> so same concept though. Same sky rise. Death Deathmatch. Uh, I think there were slides, places to hide, uh, slide rides, and places to hide, and full on combat. That's right. That's right. I do remember. So the concept's the same. It's just Mayor Pete now. Okay, I will say this: like that sounds great. No, yeah. Uh, Travis Clark and I still have to fight each other in night vision with uh, with weapons there, with full on weapons. I tell you right. what, full on weapons. <laughs> I'll do it without the night vision. Ah, oh, shit, Travis Clark. You, I mean, you can have you can have a you can have night vision and a baseball bat. And I'll just go flying blind and we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, Travis, put your money where your mouth is. I'm going to take the highest bid. Oh, you want me this. to fight Travis? No, no. He has oh. to bid better to fight me. Oh, uh, oh I, I want you to fight Travis. That sounds sick as hell. Yeah. I well, like Travis wouldn't mind coming after me with a bat anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get a little devil's three-way going on. That's not what that is. Oh, uh, what? Are there pussies involved? <laughs> Nope. Just me. So, uh, so yeah. Josh. Anyways, yeah, backstory. That's the backstory. Um, childhood privilege and I'm a ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we did establish at the end of that episode that you've been dead the whole time. Right. Um, but so you're it, here to do a voiceover. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm one of those people who, like, when charities offer, um, like, cool rewards i'll put all my money in it because i i just like it's kind of doesn't mean anything to me yeah like a top tier of a patreon or something right. like that right like, if you get this tier you get this crazy reward right it's like donate two hundred thousand dollars and sit in the room while bill simmons records a podcast <laughs> like that's kind of like my vibe yeah, that sounds worth every penny right <laughs> people are always like who are the people who do this and it's like what's up i went to usc uh, yeah you're looking um, at him you're looking through him I think you're looking right through me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they had this Omei thing where for Rick and Morty, you got to sit down and record a voice of the guy who does the voice of Rick. Oh, uh, uh, Justin Roy. so sick. I yeah. It's so fucking cool, dude. Yeah, you like, you're like um, a big fan. Yeah. So I donated $450,000, <laughs> um, and I get to record one line. Oh, uh, hell yeah. For an online webisode. Oh, so like a promo? <laughs> That's right. Like an Arby's commercial, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's I, the line? Do you want to do the line read right now? Yeah, uh, they sent it to notes. me in an email. I was hoping they would have printed out a script that I could get signed, but maybe that's like if I can give you guys more money if that's. Jeff, don't I mean, tell me it's in the wrong place. <laughs> oh yeah, we can get one. Yeah, print yeah. It out I'll you, print yeah. it out. I'll sign whatever you want. Or you know, all right, yeah. sick. Um, let me just. Um, I'll give you I'll my just, Venmo real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a gold bar in my car. Um, <laughs> do you think if I just like on the back sign like for deposit only that'll work? Uh, I haven't dealt. I'm not a. I'm not a no, libertarian, yes, so I'm assuming that Great. it'll work. But uh, okay, so here's a line. Um, <clears throat> whoa. 
That's pretty good, man. You and scene? Yeah. yeah wow. Scene. Yeah, I thought it was just like the there's guy. There's more stuff going on there, but they highlighted that one for me. Oh, uh, okay. So the script's a little longer. Oh, actually, um, I could probably we could probably like find the script online, and we could do a few lines, and then you can come in and try it in context if you want. Like, right, Jeff, would you be interested in role-playing uh, this, this web episode? Sure, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let me just let me download this. Let me print these out real quick. Uh, right. um, sound effects, sound effect, oh, and post. <laughs> oh, correct, because I was going to make Kevin do Rick, so. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so you you want to be Morty? Oh, jeez, uh, I don't know. And I'll be Rick, and you'll be, you're still Justin Roiland? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it was just that I got to be in the room with him. Oh, okay. Um, Are you, like, just a bystander? I'm a bystander, yeah. All right. The title of, of my uh, my character's name is Hot Dog That Looks Like Penis. <laughs> Oh, I think we could do this very well. All right, let's try this out. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we take you now to the world of Rick and Morty, featuring a hot dog that looks like penis. Mor- Morty, 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 Morty. There's a hot dog. There's a hot dog over there, Morty. Look at it. Don't look at it too long, though, Morty. Jeez, oh, no, don't make me look at it, Morty. Morty, the hot dog. The hot dog. If you look too long into its oh. eyes, Morty. Morty, if you look oh. into his eyes too long, you, you'll come, Morty. You'll oh, come. Wanna... You'll come oh. hard. You'll come hard. Oh, jeez, Rick, you didn't even warn me fast enough. Whoa. Oh, and oh, see. There it is. Wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. Oh, my money God. Money well spent, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we got that one. I mean, we could do take two. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get it all the same. No, I yeah. think we got one I think, honestly, I'm like a one and done what kind of guy. One and done. Our voices uh, were so good. They were. I think we actually kind of did all right. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, Josh. Uh, What's up? Uh, now that you're here, I mean, we got uh, we got your big prize out of the way. Uh, maybe right. there's some more Rick and Morty gossip we could talk about. But I want I want a little bit more of an update. Uh, how is construction of the tower going? Right. So, the tower's finished. Um, I have nothing more to say about it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Have you been choosing any champions from other countries, like you so said? So, we posted on ZipRecruiter because um, I find that's, like, the fastest way to find qualified candidates. Yeah. So have a candidate rating system. That ranks people one to five. Absolutely. Um, but so far, we've just been getting a lot of like um, non-union actors. Well, that's like the best, though, right? I guess it's like not really the vibe we're going for. Um, but so uh, you're pro unions. We're pro union. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're pro union workers uh, entering our death trap. <laughs> okay. Oh, I get it. Yeah, it's kind of like you're 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 filing them into a death camp. Yeah. yeah so I get we're it thinking now. about unionizing with the WGA East um, <laughs> and getting Vox in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, to take part in our. Uh, Hunger Games style um, yeah. high tower death trap with slides places to hide uh, slides rides places to hide and full on combat. <laughs> right. I like how much uh, inside baseball is being peppered into this. Oh, oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, third base, you know. <laughs> like one thing, one thing people say about me, um, no matter what podcast I'm on, like what voice I'm doing, is that uh, my references aren't specific enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. We've got notes on it. regionally entertainment based, <laughs> the, preferably. Yeah. Speaking of which, you guys, if, you guys ever been WGA in Cleveland? <laughs> speaking of that, uh, you guys ever been to that intersection of Beverly that's got like six stop signs and there's no lights and it's like a madhouse? What are they doing over there? You know? Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, my buddy uh, Troy. Oh uh, yeah, Troy. Is uh, he here? Uh, no, dude, he couldn't make it. Uh, um, and this will actually explain why. Okay. Um, his dad runs a company that owns a company of helicopter companies. <laughs> okay. Um, so we were in one of those bad boys one time uh. and flying over, uh, and it was like that's a bunch of stop signs. So I definitely know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. 
And that's why he's not here is because he's in a helicopter. Right. He died in a helicopter oh, crash. Yeah. Troy. Oh, my buddy Troy. Um, well, I mean, you guys can still hang out, though, because you're a ghost. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> How did you die? Yeah. That, I got, we never touched on that on the last episode. That's such a good question. Thank you, Jess. Um, that is what I was going to talk about. So, <laughs> um, obviously, you guys can see I'm a ghost. Um, luckily, that like hasn't affected me much in my real life. Um, and a lot of people say that's because my parents have money. And, and I think that's part of it. Um, and the rest of it would also be the family that we come from yeah. being a long line of money. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, Magic Johnson was to AIDS what your family is to death. Yeah, I'm going to leave you alone on that one. Um, <laughs> Let me hang out there. Yeah, you can dry it on the hanger on that one. <laughs> dry, okay, dry the hanger. Um, yeah, so I'm a ghost. It turns out uh, my parents are in um, a secret society called the Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> or no, huh. it's that's not how you, whatever. How's it spelled? Uh, it's I L L. You know I love that. Part. I think it's ah, Ill, Illmatic. Yeah, Illmatic. Right? It's just like that. Illmatic. Um, and I, I honestly think that Nas and the Beastie Boys are equals. Uh, <laughs> so I'm let you hang to dry on that it one. Turns out that my parents are in uh, the secret society. Whatever. Yeah. Um, once every uh, hundred years, they you're you're forced to sacrifice your firstborn child. Right. Right. Um, right. I've which obviously that. was me at the time. Oh, um, so you've been dead for a minute. Right. So I was sacrificed. But luckily, uh, ghost technology came about in the late 80s. I actually made a movie about it. Oh, yeah. Um, starring Patrick Swayze and um, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> called Tech. It's <laughs> Ghost House. Sequel to Ghost. Ghost House. Uh, so ghost I, House Party 3. <laughs> the Pajama Ghosty Jam. Okay, that might be the episode title. Just remembering that for future reference. Uh, so, yeah, that they made the move. That documentary Ghost right. was made about right. your family? My, or? Well, it's a similar technology. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, my dad was a, a angel investor, obviously, in Ghost Technologies Incorporated. Um, and got one of the earlier prototypes, which uh, which my uh, was me, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we've made s some improvements over the years, but obviously now it's like totally normal. I'm just like a fully living ghost in society. Yeah, and you were able to go to USC, and and you know, like you have the same the same worries as a mortal, a person of uh, the, the mortal coil. The University of Spooky Children. Oh, Ooh. is that what it was? We never clarified. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, every every year on Halloween, they change all the signage uh, to say University of Spooky Children. They oh, say, oh, nice, like a um, Simpsons credits. Yeah, it costs seven hundred thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> Every year, but it's worth it for the joke. <laughs> yeah, it's like great for the camaraderie. Of the Anything campus. for a bit. No, I appreciate. <laughs> Do they that. hike up tuition for that? Like every year to it's like pay for that shit. Included in the cost. Oh yeah, yeah. it's built in. Yeah, you yeah, know it's what built you, in. And you're you all feel great paying for it. I'm sure. Like it's oh fun. no doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude. Well, I didn't. I didn't pay for it. My fund paid for it. Oh right, your fund. Uh, right. So when my um my great grandpa sold USA Oil back to the Rockefellers, <laughs> he put all that money in a tax deductible fund for my college, which is great because. Um, I got the rest of it when I graduated. Fuck yeah. So you're doing okay then. Oh, yeah. I'm doing great. Yeah. And uh, you, Do you... I have a question. Do you eat as a ghost? Like, what's the eating situation like? Okay. So this is interesting, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I know this isn't the point of no, the interview. No, this totally, is totally cool. Important I'm actually stuff. glad you asked. Um, for our first episode of November, this should be <laughs> right in time for some ghost talk. Finally. <laughs> so um, I don't technically eat. Um, I am on the keto diet. <laughs> um <laughs> But part, but as a part of that, I actually can't consume any food whatsoever. But you, the um, only food you try to consume. So I would say philosophically I'm on it because yeah. I tell people about it. Okay, so you're like a keto spokesman maybe or like a keto hype man, maybe street team. For evangelist. Keto? Evangelist. Uh, that's You know, that's prefer. the one where you're a street team but you have money. You're an right, evangelist. exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah. the angel in evangelist. <laughs> Ooh. Touched by an evangelist. Oh, wait. <laughs> Documentary? <laughs> Misbehaving. <laughs> <laughs> 
the not so righteous gemstones. Am I right? Uh, so, Josh, uh, you're 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 out here preaching the good word of keto. Of course, construction is no going great on uh, the fight tower. Uh, any other projects that you got going on? Or I mean, I know you're doing this VO stuff. Are you doing a lot of other contests? Are you like putting your money in a lot of other charitable things? Yeah, so I, I've been doing a bunch of contests. I actually won uh, this big, uh, this huge contest. Uh, it was a bid for a Department of Defense contract. Oh, geez. Yeah. What Patreon tier was that? Wow. Um, <laughs> it was pretty high. Uh, it was in the multi-billions of dollars. It's when um, you're a top patron on Adam Carolla's Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. Yeah, I got I got the defense contract and a signed copy of the First Amendment. That's <laughs> freedom of speech underlined. Oh. And you get to beat up a pussy liberal. Yeah. Oh, God. You remember, uh, quick sidebar, how uncomfortable was that part of the Alec Baldwin roast where Adam Carolla's like, you know, you, I can't do Alec Carolla, but I just You, want, SJW liberal. jokes, you pussies. Like, nobody said anything. Yeah, nobody said anything <laughs> you fucking old dick. <laughs> you old crusty. Your fucking wide face. Unfunny dick. <laughs> I'm sorry if this is a what personal I, friend no, of yours. No, it's totally cool. What, what I love about Adam Carolla is, um, like, I, I'd like... I think it's crazy to like, because he just like constantly gets to bitch about how unfair the world is, even though he's a famous rich person that yeah. not a single person in the real world knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's perfect. He gets both worlds. He gets both of it. Right. And I imagine that's kind of what you're aspiring to be. A little uh, that's bit. what I'm trying for. Yeah. Uh, I'm sort of like the man behind the scenes. You can't see me because I'm a ghost. Uh, <laughs> you can be in the <laughs> scenes and we won't even see. You just, that's right. Yeah. You just I'm, hear him whispering uh, about keto. Optionally corporeal. Corporeal. Fuck. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. That's, that's it, words are hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, so with this defense contract, though, sorry, we, we kind of Oh, no, it's totally over. fine. Yeah. Um, it, that I, uh, there were bits that were higher than mine in terms of money. I didn't put, I obviously like, didn't put up any of my own money. That's just a good business. Like, never put your own money down. Never get high on your own supply. Exactly right. Totally, totally. Um, so I uh, used some VC funding from this children's uh, charity that we have. Um, <laughs> oh. What's and, that charity again? Could we give him a quick shout out? Uh, it's No More Cancer for Kids. Oh, okay. And MCFC. Okay, and that's not. The second, the kids are spelled with a C. <laughs> So no more cancer for SIDS. Yeah, but well it's obviously it's pronounced the way I said it last time. No, no, totally, I totally, totally, I totally get where you're coming yeah, from yeah. with that. I totally, I can see that where it makes sense. But <laughs> um, it's a 180 year old organization, so we like the branding is too strong. Yeah, and you were like, it was making too much money. So like, let me take some of that. Well, fun. the overhead is pretty high. Um, I imagine that yeah. charity uh, it runs on a 70 percent overhead cost. Oh, jeez. Um, so I just like took a little sample of that and uh, a sample. Turned out, like, the thing that made the biggest difference um, was my family owns, like, a stake in this private planet that's all water. A private planet? Is this one that we know of, or is this, like, a secret planet? I don't know. It's just, like, you know how, like, Richard Branson does, like, Space Travel to the Moon? Yeah, yeah. Well, my family is better than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because classically very little water on the moon. Right, right. Um, so it's all water. It's constantly raining. Um, there's, like, one big engineering facility there. Um, so we're building, I don't know what the word for it would be. We hired this one guy, um, who's like a, like a super, like he's like a big time, uh, army guy, you know? What I'm oh talking about? yeah. Uh, Elon Musk. No, no, no. It's like, um, so he's like a big time, like soldier guy, um, Captain America and, uh, they're closer or further. We're away. currently working on this technology where we're going to make like 200,000 more of him. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay, like clones or like versions of what he is. Like, is this a, is this a ep attack of the clones or a universal soldier? What are we doing here? Attack of the clones. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. 
Uh, right. So uh, <laughs> this senator hired us to uh, build him an army of 200,000 clones on this water planet <laughs> okay. that my family has a stake in. I think okay. you're just remembering Attack of the Clones. <laughs> No, I don't think that's it. Although George Lucas obviously is a close personal family friend. Yeah, it's, um, no, it's, it's he's talking about the second furthest planet away. I believe it's Nabutoon. Is that is that the planet? Uh, going to Kamino? It's called Kamino. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was thinking about Phantom Menace. You know how hard it was for me not to say out loud Kamino. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, same. Um, uh, luckily, they do go to Naboo at the uh, Attack of the Clones. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's of course what I was referencing. And there's that one beach in Kashyyyk. It's pronounced Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. Apologies to the Wookiees out there. You sexy-ass Wookiees. So you guys, you're building clones for a yeah. war? What war is this? Oh, not for a war, dude. Like, take it easy. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. It's like a defense preparation. Oh, you sound just like him. Um, that's crazy. You must know this guy. Um, he's grand a, clone. I've, and I've always subscri- I described Jeff's personality as electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> uh, he's a senator from Kentucky. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's honestly like he's in the room. It's eerie. I mean, uh, maybe he is. I don't know. We did turn the lights off so Jeff and I could fight later. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to warm up for the Death Tower. Uh, so how's uh, how's the production going on these clones? Um, It's pretty good. Um, we're ramping up production right now. Um, we have a firm delivery date. Of whenever the next election is. Oh, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, so, so I guess November 4, 2020, or something like that. So we got to get them out by then. Um, are you cutting corners at all to speed up the process? Maybe, like, giving them less time to bake in the oven, as it were? No, we don't, like, pull that Amazon bullshit. We, like, spend <laughs> the money. That's kind of what I was going towards. And like, and, like, this is me, first and foremost. Like, yeah. you guys know this. Like, I support Mayor Pete. Like, I'm paying a livable wage to my workers. Yeah, yes, I believe that. Um, they're not a lot of unionized, of course. <laughs> Yeah, um, unless they want to go hang out in the tower. But we provide them with enough money to buy their own private health care. Oh, that's um, good. Uh, $15 an hour. <laughs> to buy their own private health care. You're a good man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it's just like we give them two bathroom breaks a day. Um, they work six days a week, 16-hour shifts. Like mm. It's honestly like it's like when when the, when this country was built, right? Like yeah. This is like I'm I'm doing it. <laughs> Good, good, yeah, man. Wait, I have to after hearing the the long hours and the the two bathroom break things for sixteen hours. So I'm assuming that's one piss and shit per eight hours. That's kind of rough. I have to ask. You say you pay a living. I mean, I wage. don't watch them, dude. We blur their faces out on the cameras. Oh, uh, okay, that's good. So you are just aware that someone's shitting, but you don't know who. Right, exactly. No, that and that that is good business practice. But uh, you say you pay a livable wage. Is this like? Are you saying like Camino wise or like Earth wise? Right. So it's fifteen dollars an hour in Camino dollars, which uh, is a currency that we. <laughs> control okay um okay. so we provide them their meals and their lodging um and if they have any like healthcare issues we do allow them to go come back to earth to then buy obviously private health care like you mentioned um, <laughs> so they can't get health care and then they are no longer employed once they're back i think this earth. is this plot of the rundown <laughs> christopher walken owning the mine <laughs> is that yeah is like that the same thing was that a was that a uh, in- influence on you at all yeah definitely um <laughs> Uh, my favorite Christopher Walken movie is King of New York. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Full stop. Um, so uh, when you say you provide uh, you provide health care for them when they go to Earth, how often do they get we to go to Earth? We provide for them to have the ability to buy their own private health care. Right, when they go to Earth, though. Right. Because there's no health care. And then they're no longer employed. And it, <laughs> so you allow them to get Cobra. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, big, big difference. Although, this is, like, a tricky thing. Uh, my buddy Toby, um, his, uh. his family is a legal conglomerate. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they like come up with this thing where um because like obviously you like to get unemployment, like you need to be fired, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you gotta do it. But like in this case, um they legally if they leave the planet, it's considered quitting, so we don't have to ne- tend to necessarily cover that. Oh, it's like it's like a, one of the, the things deep in like the employment ag- employee agreement kind of thing. Like you go off planet, you're off the payroll kind of deals. Right, right. Nice. And all the employee contracts are um, delivered digitally, but we don't allow computers to the employees. Um, <laughs> so when they sign in blood, they like haven't necessarily read the agreement. <laughs> okay, hold on. I gotta break down several things of that. So they you all I do like that you're going paperless. I right. appreciate that. It's honestly like like saving the trees is one of my top ten priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save the trees, build the clothes. Find the champions from each continent to fight by Death Arena. Right, right, right. You got you got a varying list of things you're working on. I'm like I'm um it's uh I'm like multinational. I'm like um what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh a mul- uh, uh globalist. I'm a polyglot of interests. <laughs> there it is. There, that's the that's one. the one. Uh, and then the other the other things I want to break down real quick. You said that it's all digital, but they're not allowed to have computers on Camino. Right, and if they bring their own, that's totally fine. Like we we totally okay. support that. We um we do put it in a locker. Uh, in the planet's core, okay, um, and you're not allowed to retrieve it if you do leave uh, willfully. Okay, so you kind of they just kind of give it to you, right? Okay. What about smartphones? I don't know what that is. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you may want to look into that if you're trying to avoid having them read any of your documents because people can get email on their phones now. And and the, the these the, millennials, you know what I mean. The third to last word you said there was uh, phones. There. Oh, there. Phone. Email. Email. Oh, the fourth. That's, that's a, not for me. Email on that fuck. Oh, fuck. oh and oh, that, regardless that. of the You're placement, right. the thing you don't understand is email. <laughs> right. So, so how um, do you send them out digitally? Oh, so tweets. Um, I have Bluetooth in my brain. Oh, you guys sh- got to get on this. It's <laughs> honestly like it's great. <laughs> yeah, um, this is new. My buddy Tom Sprint. Uh, <laughs> is he um, from a long line of people that are fast? No, he was just an entrepreneur um, who invented the Horizon Corporation. Okay. Uh, okay. It turns out all those mobile companies are just they're, they're all one big thing. Yeah, Horizon, not uh, Verizon. Uh, right. <laughs> okay, just want to make sure. Yeah, Horizon Wireless. <laughs> uh, Event Horizon Dawn. Right. Um, and they're also that's a good point. They're also funding the North Korean army to then uh, <laughs> skydive. I wish I I wish I could got friends my, are cool. Yeah, I wish I could got my hands on that. That's like a really good business opportunity because uh, North Korea is one like one of the last untapped in, uh, markets. That is true. That is true. Uh, I feel like it'd be hard to market a big de- tower of death there though because that's kind of just their vibe. <laughs> Like it's like it's like putting another McDonald's across the street from McDonald's, you know? Yeah, but it's like it's like classic Hollywood is like then this is you guys know this the like classic storytelling is like tell me the same thing but a little bit different. Oh yeah. So like there's North, only six stories. The, this is model for North Korea is like those buildings are all like tiny and wide death towers. Uh-huh. Ours are thin and tall. So it's like same but different. It's like wayside stories kind of thing. <laughs> Wait, wayside stories. The children's books by Lewis Satcher. Right, right. Okay, just want to make sure. Alternatively, do you also have death holes anywhere? Uh, yeah. Um, pits, as you, as it were. Uh, yeah. So we have this uh, series of death pits, um, <laughs> on uh, 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 Western Boulevard in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah, there. Yeah. Um, between Santa Monica and Sunset. Oh, Cleveland's loving this right uh, now. <laughs> Really absorb it. <laughs> really coming back to this part of it. Oh, uh, no, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, though, and I feel like the listeners um, just get it. And if you're driving in the right lane, like, you probably are going to fall into one of our death pits. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why, and you guys got to get on this, which is why you got to get in the chopper game. Yeah. 
more and more of these commercial roads are just like becoming death pits and like obviously like I'm behind them so like yeah you're I making a buck like off mixed of it. feelings yeah. about it because I am making a buck off of it <laughs> um, but I can't recommend taking part of it because a lot of people do end up dying and yeah. if you can't afford ghost yeah. technology like you're not coming back ah uh, yeah, yeah the dying that's is, tough <laughs> puts a real real twist on the pickle you know oh, yeah a little damper as <laughs> Jeff coming back from five minutes of checking his email <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> You didn't have to, you didn't have to deal with that. Definitely did not have to do that, but I respect your right to put someone on blast like that. Yeah, that kind of seems like one of your things. Sorry, sorry. If it had been you, I would have said something. Sorry, sorry, an emergency happened while we were. Oh, I'm sorry. While we were recording, but Maybe I we appreciate could... that you put me on blast for it. It makes me feel great. Hey, it was kind of funny for a bit. Was it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I apologize. I no. was silent. I had some important shit happening. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I was uh, just. I. I it, no, you better leave it in. I'm definitely leaving Good. it in. <laughs> I'm leaving all of uh, this. You in. have to leave it in because I was dropping some great materials. Yeah. So, so, so it's great max, bro. <laughs> so I had one more question. Actually, I forgot about Cam your Camino uh, oh, right, deal. Right, yeah. You said that you provide the lodging. Uh, are your workers still paying rent? To you? Oh uh, no! So they don't pay rent to us. Okay. Um. Obviously, like I said, the Camino, like we control, we uh, eventually control the concert currency. So right, it's your your all. It's whatever you want it to right. be. Right. So two hours a day that they work goes directly to their lodging. Um. So oh, hours, so two hours of their sixteen hour day, work day. Right. That, that so pay. hours fifteen and sixteen go directly to lodging. Okay. Um. So if you do work fourteen hours a day, we do expect you to sleep in the rain. That's totally your right, <laughs> and I respect that. Like if you want to clock out early, like everybody's vacation. Yeah. Um. You just you will be sleeping in the ocean. That day. Okay, that's tough from what I understand. Right. <laughs> Especially when it's all ocean. Right, right, like, right. Do you, are people tethered? Like, how does that? Well, Jeff, you might know because you're a, you're a Star Wars fan. What is like the buoyancy? The buoyancy. The buoyancy. <laughs> the bu the buoyancy. <laughs> no, what is like the buoyancy of like a Camino Ocean? Could you, could you, is it like, like the, the Red the Sea? Salination, you mean? Yeah, like, like, is it like the Red Sea? Can you kind of float on it easily or do you, you sink right? I think right? you mean the Dead Sea. Yeah, that's the, the Dead one. The Dead Sea is the one that you I meant the, bre the Bread now. Sea. <laughs> The bread sea. Yeah. That one's cold, stone cold, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and actually, um, my buddy Bredsey is investing <laughs> in a floatable water technology. Oh, I've heard of that. Works. It's called Bretsy, and you could right. do it online, and you could buy like floatable water crafts. Right. I that was um, the UK separating from the rest of the <laughs> EU. Right. That was um, the UK's uh, separating from the Red Sea, which a lot of people are calling anti-Semitic, but uh, <laughs> they took a vote. So what are you going to do? Did you have a financial stake in Brexit? Um, no, so I didn't necessarily have a financial stake in Brexit. Um, my uh, my bu my buddy Locklear, um, <laughs> full name uh, Heather that, yeah. Locklear. Well, <laughs> yeah, is yeah. That what it is? Uh, he's Scottish, so his first name is Lock, and then uh, his last name is Lear. He's named after uh, any lake in King Lear. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, his we dad, have a masculine child. Yeah. Name him after any lake. Uh, I like that. Right. So his dad, um, he uh, makes the cars for the UK. Okay. So they obviously are like very excited about Brexit. <laughs> okay. So Locklear from uh, okay. Do you uh, know you know Lockheed? They're, also? they're Nova. They're Nova Scotian. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, got it. Wales. That makes that makes perfect sense. <laughs> this whole thing it's really really piecing together. Real you got a lot of stuff going on for a ghost. I gotta admit. What is here's the thing is what is uh, the the uh, I guess this is the main thing that's been bugging me uh, and I'm glad I'm getting it off my chest is as a, you've been dead since you were born essentially right. yeah, you were right. killed as sacrifice. sac sacrificed right. for the betterment of uh, the uh, Illuminati uh, or whatever what is what need have you for money if you're a ghost like you don't need to eat you don't really need much in the way of material goods go to the ghost store man 
Is there a ghost store? Do you go to a ghost store? Right. So I guess that's a, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> and I guess the answer to it is once you have more than, like, I don't know, a million dollars. Yeah. Does the next million even really mean anything? That is a fair point. That's like, what I've always said. Like Probably. Mar- one million dollars seems okay, like Okay, one million might be too quick. low, but, like, the marginal return on money is so low that at some point, like, you like might as well be a fucking ghost, and it doesn't matter how much. Like, yeah, like fifty million versus fifty-one million. You're like, what difference right, does that right, make? Fuck stick. Yeah, that, that, I think it's just. I think it's just so millionaires can flex on each other. Just like it's like a dick measuring thing for them. But like to to us, you know, and obviously you can't relate, uh, Josh, right. but because you've got, I mean, I imagine lots of lots of millions. So much ghost bucks. So many, yeah. Who ghost buckster? <laughs> right. So um, when I uh, when I tanked the Bitcoin economy, uh, <laughs> you did that. Wow. Well, I expected the, my ghost bucks currency to really take off, but it turns out like the the pool of ghost bucks people is pretty small, and most of the living ones are spending their money on um, uh, billionaire. Uh, Disaster hideaways in New Zealand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Shire, right? That's right, what they're doing it right. <laughs> in the set from the Lord of the Rings. Those all kind of look like disaster bunkers, don't they? All those exactly. hobbit holes. Bunker. Yes, thank you. That's what I was. Looking yeah, for. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on it, dude. dude Hell I'm, yeah. Yeah. When I'm not calling out my uh, guests <laughs> on the show, I'm kind of remembering some words. <laughs> All right, what do you get to promote, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> We're about there, but I want to say, uh, oh boy, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! Was that the uh, disaster? Are we okay? Hey, don't mind me. Did we do that or did you do that? <laughs> oh, I think it was a ghost. Wait! Ooh. Whoa! No, I'm fucking around. I wouldn't know. Uh, oh yeah, you, you can kind of tell. Those of you that uh, aren't here, <laughs> I think they might have heard I that though. The, <laughs> uh, some shit fell down. Was, the um, it sounded like cartoon foley, like for a bunch of bottles and yeah. cans falling off a shelf. Uh, Adam Todd Brown just died. <laughs> yeah. Which means maybe he's going to get into keto now. Did that Bo Jackson rookie card I get you get broken? No, I can't find it. Oh, oh shit. No. Uh, stay tuned next week for the... The 87 Tops Future Star. Oof. Uh, so, in closing, and before we get to plugs, because it is about that time, uh, what is... Uh, obviously, we've got the clones. We've got the Death Tower. Is there anything else you want to bring awareness to that you've got your fingers in? Any projects? Um, any people, any just ideas? Any people you got your fingers in? Yeah, you got it. Who are you fucking? Really put me on the spot on who, the last one. How about one. this, though? Who are you fucking, Ghost? Um, so lately, the technology I've been working on, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like, so you it gets pictures of people mm-hmm. um, from on your board. college. Okay. And then if uh, it's to it, it brings you two at once. And then you decide you pick which one you think is more attractive. Oh, okay. And then takes you to the next one. And that's like that's like a then there's like an algorithm that decides like, okay, seventy percent of people it starts to like it algorithmically sort of like suggests to suggest people to you based on yeah who you want to fuck and right. Stuff. This sounds like uh, yeah I think I've familiarized myself with this. It's a, ne- a social media platform that is trying to get into the dating game, kind of right. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so we're calling it hottyornaughty.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I think that was a website before, but I'm glad you took it. <laughs> yeah, I think that domain's been up for a while. I'm glad you, uh, you, you've you been sitting on it now. It oh, yeah, like. yeah. Um, the kind of thing about, like, domains is if you're rich, it doesn't matter. That is true. Yeah, you can kind of just buy, like, mo- of- can you just buy all .nets in one click? <laughs> Couldn't a guy get pizza.com and sell it for, like, $2 million? Probably, yeah. That, that's what I would Fucking do with it. Dope. Yeah. That's uh, that. That's how you make some bread <laughs> or dough. Fuck you. <laughs> My no no. She, I know 
we're doing a bit now, but my ex-wife's Twitter handle is at Corinne. Wait, what? Oh, she got <laughs> at her first name. I thought you were. T- I thought this was your plugs. No, no. Um, Can you fucking believe no, no, that? That is wild. That is wild. I know somebody at her first name. Um, that's crazy. That like famous comedian. Oh, I feel like I shouldn't put this person. They're not. I don't know them. <laughs> I'll keep that one. I I'll tell you that one off air. I can say that I know that a friend of mine from high school got the, her first name, facebook.com slash her first name, because she was an early adopter. Like, yeah. that's wild. She went to have it. Yeah. Yeah, oh. she she also created Facebook. Uh, she's Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Oh, can you, can we, like, if I got at Jeff That'd be big. as a comedian, yeah. I'd be famous just for having that fucking name. Because when, you've, when you're, like, if you're a new Twitter user, what are you going to do? You're going to first just type in at and then first names of people you like. Honestly, and you're going to find it. Um, if you were at Jeff, you would be, like, the VP of communications at Twitter. And every day you'd be like, actually, we can't tell anyone to do anything. <laughs> we can't shadow ban anybody. Don't get back to the Nazis and we're going to have to get rid of other people. Yeah, good sides on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> are you on Twitter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> are you on Twitter, Wait, uh, Josh? <laughs> no, Josh. Ghost Josh. Um, uh, so I'm on Twitter, um, but I obviously, and this will come as no surprise, uh, I have a ghost account. Uh, <laughs> so you can't find me. You uh, like stuff and then when people go to check who liked their post, you don't show, show up. up. Nah. Yeah, I get scared. That happens a lot. It's very yeah, scary. Same with Reddit comments. Anytime I comment, it's like it shows, it says it's comment there, but like it doesn't show up. <laughs> ghost comment. Are you sure um, you're not getting banned for your positions on things by a moderator? Mm, no, I'm like I'm like firmly uh, I'm firmly <laughs> left to center unless it's about taxes or money. Okay. Um, yeah, social liberal fiscal conservative is a thing that you can do and it works. Right. I love uh, people that say that. <laughs> Um, why can't I just have all the good stuff, you know? Why can't I be rich and also not yelled at? And I'm, I'm glad I um, backed my way into a, a take on society. <laughs> uh, that was about time uh, we made right, one. So um, I'm, I'm, I follow one account on Twitter. It's at uh, Kevy Noonan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I know that guy. He's a good friend K-E-V-I-N-O-O-N-A-N. of mine. K-E-V-I-N-O-O-N-A-N. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted once in the last three months. Does, it was he, pretty- does he have anything to plug? <laughs> I think um, yeah, he's so he's some sketch team. He's going to be tweeting when is this episode coming out oh uh, good that is a good question i guess we are in plugs now uh it's gonna be coming out what's today the fourth mm. today is uh, the fourth i mean uh, the eighth november 8th this friday, friday oh, november wow. 8th. perfect yeah, yeah. so there's gonna be a sketch show um on sunday this sunday the 10th at the pack theater at sunday, sunday sunday veterans day eve Ooh. So, and oh Maybe the do they off. have some disrespectful material for those veterans? <laughs> I bet, I bet they do. Uh, we'll honor them on Monday, but it's a roast on Sunday. Well, that's the the, the, the veterans, the veterans roast. <laughs> <laughs> Hyper specific sketch show, uh, sketch and variety. Colonel uh, Johnson's got so few limbs. How <laughs> the general state of the armed forces is so gay. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> oh, and uh, before you tweet at us, liberals, SJWs, we all fought in foreign wars. Hey, you said it, not me, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you SJWs and also just Ws. <laughs> yeah, just Ws. <laughs> anyway, so the show is called Nobody <laughs> Yell at Me. Oh, it's yeah. It's at 9.30 on Sunday. Uh, that content will not be a part of it. Uh, yeah, this is all just improvised. Uh, I'll sue your ass. Sketches and sketches and other stuff. Uh, this month we have uh, they have uh, Janine Hogan, who's a Ooh. musical stand-up, and Hell then yes. uh, She's but, Hulk Hogan's other. Uh, yeah, Hulk Hogan is there representing Gawker Media. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and then sketch duo Butt, who are uh, very famous, and uh, oh yeah, I've I think seen have them. A pilot actually. coming out on Comedy Central. I've seen them at a, uh, a friend of the show, James Fritz's stand-up show. They were very, very funny. Um, look, if you look up at nobody help me on Instagram or Twitter. There's uh, Eventbrite tickets. The show is pay what you can at the door. So hell yeah, the Pack Theater is a good the time. The last two months, the the seats have been all gone early. So you Ooh, get there, get in there Ooh, early, kids. Evil. Ooh, full theaters. Uh, Jeff, what's going on with you? All right. Mint on Card is the second Friday of every month. So tonight, the 8th, uh, except for December. December, it's always the first Friday. And we do that because everybody leaves by the second That is a good idea. Uh, So we do it the first Friday. Plus, it gives you more time to... um, it's really good for people that want to um, holiday shop. Yeah. Because Blast in the Past is such a cool spot. It's got lots of trinkets yeah. and so cool that'll, shit. So that'll be December 6th. It's at Blast in the Past uh, on Magnolia in Burbank. It is at 730 at night. It is fucking free. It's fucking amazing. It's Tonight, a great show. Yeah. Uh, Tonight's uh, show is fucking... Yeah, if you're listening to this on day, it comes Keenan, out. Mark Sipka, Adam Conover's on it. Ooh. Free Prasad, Kevin Casey White, and Tyler Jackson. Oh, on. Kevin yeah. White's going to be on yeah, it. It's I'm a, about it's to like, promote something with him as well. It's <laughs> a, a, he's going to be in town. He's so. going to be in town, baby. Um, you can check out Sideshow Sideshow uh, every other Tuesday uh, through Sideshow Collectibles. Uh, if you are a if you're on the Unpopular Opinion Network, listen to Jose Canseycast. Yeah. Me and Adam Todd Brown, as well as Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. Uh, on gamefully unemployed. unemployed. That's it. If you I'm go to, if you go to Mint on Car guys, you might be able to buy a comic book that Jeff used to own. That's so if the that's odds any inc- are high. I know, but that, if, that, if that isn't any incentive, I just want to throw that in there. As for me, everybody, uh, hey, <laughs> November fourteenth. No, November eighteenth. I'll be. Saying hey. Yeah, hey, everybody, how's it going? Uh, let's start the show. What if I hadn't been recording? Wouldn't that be a nightmare? Uh, uh, November 18th, I'll be at the Thirsty Ox in uh, Oxstar, California with the aforementioned Kevin White and also friend of the show, Tyler Jackson. We will be going up there to do comedy at the Thirsty Ox. Uh, other than that, go read my uh, latest stuff on bunnyears.com. I've been writing silly jokes and they're fun. Getting paid from Macaulay Culkin. I, lo- I can ca- I can officially call him my boss. It's pretty cool. People don't believe me, but I'm like, yeah, I work for Macaulay Culkin and then don't ask any follow-ups. Yeah, <laughs> so- I was gonna say you don't have to. <laughs> I don't. No, like you can say it, but you could just keep it to yourself. That's true. I wrote articles for a website that died immediately. I've done that too. Yeah, it was called right. the leak. It they, was trying to be the onion. I was uh, Vimes V I M E S. They contacted me. They were like, "We want you to write stuff for us." I did two articles that I really enjoyed, and then they just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> like they they paid me. Like they did That's everything good. right. Usually don't get just, that. And then you just fucking disappear. Like no call, no show? Yeah. <laughs> ghosted my, me. Uh, my college newspaper changed their search algorithm, so you can't find it on my opinion articles from college. Oh. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Big hand gesture. Uh, of course, at KB Anderson, yo, to follow me on social media, at Bleak Pod to follow this podcast. Hey, remember how Jeff and I were telling you to rate things? Do that. Rate it this fucking podcast. do it, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? If you listen to it, it'd be very nice if you did that. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me Let's here. not make it another two years before you're back on the podcast. All right, fair enough. And uh, Josh, uh, always always a pleasure. Uh, I'm glad we figured out a little bit more about uh, all of your various war crimes. <laughs> uh, are you going to are you going to Emily's thing later? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm grabbing a ride there if you want to hop in. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, what, what do you drive? Uh, my friend PJ is taking us. Oh, PJ? 
Oh, uh, yeah, private jet. Um, oh, oh is, it, is it right outside the studio? Yeah, well, the thing's in Manhattan Beach. We just got to hop over to Bob Hope Airport in Burbank. Oh, I'm down. Yeah, I could do that. I could, I could give you a ride there, and then, sure. well, you could just fly there. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to hit the chopper. So. All right, get to the chopper. Uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.